This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Three, two, one. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. It's ugly out there. I mean, it's, I've, I've been at it in excess of 30 years, and I've never seen it this bad. And it's tough. I mean, when you say finding good people, finding people in general is, <laughs> is, is one of the challenges that businesses face. That's Jeff Cordes with Human Asset Management, one of the featured speakers at this year's WQA Business Boot Camp, taking place July 27th in Las Vegas. Jeff's presentation is Recruit to Win, Winning the War for Talent. And welcome to WQA Radio, where we bring you news and insights about the water treatment industry and promote the betterment of water quality around the world. Find us at WQA.org on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is episode number 221. Joining us for the first time, welcome. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your podcast app so you never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. Also, if you would do us a favor, and go on over to Apple Podcasts to leave us a rating and review, and that would help us reach more listeners. We appreciate it. We're publishing this on June 23rd of 2021, and in this episode, we talk with Jeff Cordes about what it takes to find those new employees in a tight labor market, building a comprehensive recruiting strategy, and how to come up with some creative ideas to find the right people to help grow your business. Plus, we'll have our WQA tip. Now on to my conversation with WQA Business Bootcamp speaker, Jeff Cordes on WQA Radio. And now Jeff Cordes joins us. Jeff is the third speaker at Bootcamp this year. He speaks on Winning the War on Talent, How to Get Good People at Your Business, How to Hire Good People. And we know that's a topic of uh, much concern at WQA. We hear it all the time from our members. And so, Jeff, welcome. Uh, tell us about you and your company. Well, uh, I'm a, uh, I tell people I'm a headhunter. Uh, that's, that's one of the things that I do is, is, is I headhunt, and I've been doing that for about 12 years. I was a, I was a corporate manager of talent for ConAgra uh, years ago, and, and when I started my firm 12 years ago, I started as a headhunter, and I, I've been headhunting to this day. Wow. And now you're teaching others how to do it as well, right? How to, how to go out there and try to figure out how to bring on more staff at your company. And in the case of the water treatment industry, again, as I mentioned in the uh, introduction, we are hearing this. This is a concern. Oh, yeah, it's a major concern. I, I tell people it's ugly out there. I mean, it, it's I've, I've been at it in excess of 30 years and I have never seen it this bad. And it, it's tough. I mean, when you say finding good people, finding people in general is yeah. is is one of the challenges that businesses face and and i i know many uh my clients that their production is curtailed because they can't find the people to run product uh they can't find people to service their customers and it's it is truly a a war for talent and unfortunately i've seen a lot of a lot of organizations almost 
they're starting to give up, and that's the wrong thing to do. And hopefully, uh, you know, we'll uh, when we get into the boot camp, we'll uh, re-energize some folks and get them excited and and thinking about how they can win the war when other people fail. Well, and and I guess that's really more appropriate than I realized when I first saw the title. But there is a war, as you point out. This is not just unique to the water treatment industry. There's a uh, there's a need to find the talent, and for lack of a better description, it's a it's a battle. Yeah, it, it is truly a battle, and the, and the thing is, is is that so many people don't know how to enter the battle and do it properly. That's why one of the things we're going to talk about in boot camp is we're talking about your strategy, because very few people have any strategy, and as a, res- as a result, they get out there, they start looking. And it's very haphazard, the shotgun approach, and that will not work in a war. You need a strategic plan to deal with the the issue of, of recruiting talent. Well, Jeff, without uh, totally giving away what your presentation is all about, can you help us think through that? What What do you mean by a strategy and what should our members be keeping in mind, whether they're dealers, and I'm sure primarily we're going to be speaking to dealers at boot camp, but really across the board, across the spectrum. Well, I, I, I will die and I won't give away too much, but uh, what will happen is, is, is we'll talk about what are the things that make up a strategy. And that can be, uh, you know, properly specking out a job. And why that's so very important is if you don't spec out your job properly, you could have a great candidate walk in the door. And then the mindset from the old days was, well, I'd like to see another one, uh, you know, to compare them to. You can't do that. You get the right person walk through the door. You got to pull. Uh, you got to pull the trigger, because otherwise, that person will be gone because things are so intense out there. Uh, we'll also talk about what is it that you have to sell. Too many organizations don't do a good job of selling. They get somebody on the line, and they can't get them into the boat. Uh, and, and we'll talk about some of the, some of those selling strategies. We'll also talk about when you say that, Jeff, if I could, you, you mean selling the prospective employee on the company. Absolutely. And, and, you know, we, we, unfortunately, because talent has always been easy to find every, many employers think that they got to get the job. We're, we're in control. That's no longer the case. The candidate's really in control now. And uh, as a result, you've got to work and be uh, proactive selling your opportunity to the candidate. Otherwise, you'll, you'll never get people. Can you break down how much time would be spent on that, the sales approach, if you will, selling the company versus trying to find out through questions um, what's involved in uh you know, trying to determine if it's the right fit, if it's the right employee? It, well, I would say it's, it's if, if I had to give it a percentage, I, w- I would put it at uh, 60 to 65 percent is, is, uh, uh, is, is the questioning. But the selling is spread across the entire process. Too many organizations wait to the very end to start to sell. And then, the, and then the, the candidate knows the snow job's coming. And so they, don't, they take it with a grain of salt. Whereas if you sell consistently across the entire process 
it doesn't come across as a snow job and they get a chance to absorb your sales pitch without becoming defensive. Have you been able to quantify how many people in an organization should be involved in the interview process to make it effective? Yeah, I I tell my clients I would not have more than three or four people involved in the process. Now, unfortunately, what I see is more and more they ha- they have you know six, seven, eight people. What happens then is you tend to get watered down candidates because getting consensus from six to eight people is virtually impossible. So what you get is that I'll say mediocre candidate because. That's the only one that's it's somebody that, that doesn't offend anybody in the in the process. Whereas if you have a three or four, if you've got the key is to have the right people. You have three or four. You, you're going to look for the best candidates as opposed to one that can make it through the gauntlet. Is there a good process for winnowing down the list of prospective employees so you don't waste a lot of time? And that would be your own staff and the prospective employees. Yeah, I mean, I I'm a I look closely at resumes, and unfortunately, I see a lot of organizations do not. Okay, and I'm looking when I talk about winnowing them down. Oftentimes, what happens is we throw out more candidates than we should keep in the process. I advocate to my clients if somebody has 65% of what you're looking for in your in your specifications, they are a viable candidate. Then you have to take the time and energy to talk to them. To find out, well, is there something that you're not seeing on the resume? Because not every resume is perfect. Right. Well, yeah, there's two schools of thought. Have you ever seen a bad resume? You know, you could always inflate uh, what that resume looks like. But on the other hand, too, it might look like there's some gaps. It might appear as though the 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 job sequencing wasn't all that uh, successful or whatever. So you, you do have to Kind of read between the lines, I guess, right? Right. You got to read between the lines and don't assume that it's a bad candidate. If you like some of the other things in the, in the resume, you know, like the skill sets that they show and, and uh, their or their leadership or whatever the case might be, you got to include them in the process. The mindset needs to be what do people bring to the party as opposed to what do they not have? Yeah. You know, I really uh, should have backed up and, and started uh, at the beginning. And, and that is, how do you get the people in the door? So let's let's talk just a little bit more about trying, again, where do we fish? Uh, you talk about putting the line in the water, and again, they just couldn't quite reel them in, but it, where's, where does the line go in the first place? Where are we putting that line? And, uh, you know, where are we, where are we fishing? Well, that, we that, depends on, that depends on your strategy. Uh, and, and, and again, so People start fishing and they're not even at the right right place. We're going to talk about where do you fish. And part of uh, the way the, the boot camp is going to run is a lot of people in the room who are not competitors are out there and they're doing things that are successful. So we're going to stimulate thought, get creative and say, well, where am I looking that I might not be looking? Or where is one of my colleagues looking that I haven't even thought about looking? And start to draw that together. So when they walk out of the boot camp, they can say, well, I never thought about this. I never thought about this. I never thought about this. And the biggest thing I tell people is you have to get creative. If something sounds wacky, don't throw it out because I've seen wacky things work. Yeah, you you have touched on one of the 
really important factors of WQA Business Bootcamp, and that is that whole process of discussion and learning from others. Uh, at the tables that, that that we'll have, we'll have some discussion groups, and I would imagine you'll you'll have some interactivity with the uh, with the group itself. So um, that's that's a beautiful point. Well, what would you say would be Jeff one of the key takeaways that somebody attending WQA Business Bootcamp in general, but obviously more in particular your session would have? I think the biggest thing is. You got to get creative and you never and you can never stop recruiting in this marketplace. You should be recruiting even if you don't have a need for people, because you might have a need a week from now when somebody leaves your organization and you should have potential uh, a potential feeder system out there so that you can go back to somebody that maybe was in five months ago. Reach out to them and say, "Are, are you interested and constantly be recruiting and get creative. All right, Jeff Cordes with Human Asset Management, one of the leading business uh, speakers at the WQA Business Bootcamp. And we're excited, Jeff, to uh, see you in Vegas in just a few weeks. Looking forward to it. And now our WQA tip. We know it's been tough to hire the workforce you need, especially for dealers. That's why we have our WQA Career Center, where you can post a job and look for that next wave of talent. With the WQA Career Center, you can get the same state-of-the-art services that you would get with commercial job boards and more. Plus, WQA is a member of the Engineering and Science Career Network, so your job posts reach a much wider audience. Go to wqa.org slash careers to get started. And remember, WQA member companies get a member discount. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.